Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, Quenching Our Thirst. Our text today is from Isaiah, the 55th chapter, the first through the sixth verses. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear, come to me, listen, so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the people. See, you shall call nations that you do not know. And nations that do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. You can just see the prophet Isaiah standing in a crowded marketplace, very animated, very focused. Perhaps he set up a cart or a stand, and he's shouting this eager invitation to the many passers-by to partake of the most desirable human nourishment. Step right up. There's bread, wine, rich food, a banquet of abundant fare. But he begins with an offering of an essential, a necessity. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. Water the most fundamental of physical needs. Our bodies could not survive without it. Now, they tell us you can go without food for up to 40 days, depending on the situation, but without water, you could probably last no longer than three, and that might be a stretch. We would be nothing without water, yet most of us don't drink enough of it. It saddens me when I see children up and down the street around my church who drink a lot of sodas. Soda is the worst thing to drink on hot days. It has phosphoric acid and caffeine, and it actually steals water from the body, not to mention the sugar that leads to all other problems like cardiovascular disease, diabetes. But I didn't come to be a a doctor on the radio. I just think about how we hurt ourselves. We live in a culture that is so good at marketing merchandise. If we don't teach our kids the truth, they won't understand how to really quench their thirst. And because God's physical realm always has a spiritual parallel, we know as our bodies thirst, so do our souls. Everyone who thirsts, Isaiah says, come to the waters. Now, this prophet is concerned about our spiritual thirst. His invitation is to the nation of Israel, and it's filled with consolation and hope as he unfolds God's promise of this abundance of blessings through the Messiah. There's a sense of urgency in this call. Isaiah is concerned that God's people know the difference between a want and a need. Why do you labor for that which does not satisfy? Come to the waters. One of the biggest obstacles to quenching our true spiritual thirst is understanding the difference between a want and a need. 
It is one of God's principles that applies both spiritually and physically. Your body's about 60% water. If you don't get enough water, your blood count decreases. Your heart has to pump harder. You can become dehydrated. The prophet Isaiah knew that God's people need God just as much as we need water. You get the sense that the crowd around Isaiah is not really paying much attention to him. There are too many distractions. The nation of Israel wants to go its own way. If people want to worship what they wanted, when they want, they'll be all right. Sometimes that could be the God of Abraham. Sometimes it's an idol. They don't take God's commandments seriously. They practice their politics and commerce without God. They want to trust themselves and their own understanding of the important things in life. Isaiah tells them, as he tells us, no, you need to put God first. You need God's presence, God's provision, God's protection. Jesus himself tells us, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. The biggest criticism of the advertising industry that I believe is well-founded accuses marketers of not just understanding consumer needs, but actually creating and manipulating those needs. That's why when you see that soda commercial, you think you need it. This can be really deep. We look around us out in the world and we think we need all this material stuff to make us feel better or look better or be better. But really, it's not about needs. It's just about what we want. I'm so glad you're with us today. Here's a special invitation. Join me at Vision New England's Go Conference at the Connecticut Convention Center in Hartford, May 20th and 21st. Here's some dynamic preachers. Be inspired and uplifted while together we learn more effective ways of taking the gospel to our friends, our neighbors, and co-workers in order to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly. That's Vision New England's Go Conference, May 20th and 21st in Hartford, Connecticut. And here's a special deal. If, you, if you're if you a Love Rules listener, you can log on to goconf.org. That's G-O-C-O-N-F dot org. And then go down to the coupons part of the registration. And after you've registered, just type in Love Rules and you'll get a 15% discount. And you'll hear some messages that just may change your life. So join us. You see, our real longing is divinely activated. It's based on a deep spiritual thirst that God has placed in our souls Augustine says, our our hearts are restless until they rest in you. Everything the creator creates is to draw us to him. The Bible says, the heavens declare the glory of God and the skies proclaim his handiwork. His eternal power and divine nature are clearly perceptible all around us. Until we recognize the difference between wants and needs, we will settle for so little. We will try to fill up what one preacher called a God hole with vacations, careers, lottery tickets, sexual exploits, drugs, new clothes, new stuff. Now, please understand, I'm not saying it's wrong to want some things. I, you know, I don't want you to think I'm that kind of preacher who says you can't have any. No, no. But I just want you to know the difference between your wants and your needs. This is not just a message for folks who don't know God. One of the biggest misconceptions in our faith is that once we give our lives to Christ, once we've joined a church, memorized a purpose statement, and paid our tithes, we have nothing else to seek. 
We have a few scriptures under our belt. We know a few folks. We go to church every once in a while, and that's all we have to do. But that is so far from the truth. It's like living on the Nile River in East Africa and staying on the shore of the river to draw your water. Christ beckons us out into the deep where the water is clean and pure to become complacent in your faith walk, to accept where you are right now as where you'll always be, is a horrible state. A.W. Tozer, a great man of God, once wrote, Complacency is a deadly foe of all spiritual growth. Because complacency, you see, can allow sin to creep in. When you think that you know all you need to know, and when you think you have all that, you, that you're supposed to have from God, then you, you get pretty satisfied, right? Not just satisfied with God. More importantly, you're satisfied with self. I'm fine. I'm, I, there's nothing I need to do. But that means you're kind of taking God for granted. There is no way that you could possibly know all of who God is. Acute desire must be present or there will be no manifestation of Christ in his people. Like the deer pants for streams of water. You know, a deer is is thirsty because he's out there running around in the woods. Like a deer pants for streams of water. So my soul longs for you. You are the real thirst quencher. Now, how does this work? Isaiah gives us some very specific instructions in this text on what quenching our thirst is all about. Notice the key words in these six verses, if you have it in your Bibles. Verse 1, come. Verse 3, incline your ears, listen. Verse 4, see. Verse 6, seek. There is action, there's movement, there's a process on our part. All involve drawing nearer to God. The more we drink from the waters of Jesus through study and prayer, and fellowship, the more we're blessed. The blessing is in the process. You're not trying to get somewhere. You're just trying to get more Jesus. You know, we love to welcome new members to our church, and we're a small church, but we're growing. And we love to welcome the new members, not just because it adds to our roles. When anyone joins our community of faith at Roxbury Presbyterian Church, we are excited because their presence means we all now share in this new adventure with God. Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. To desire Jesus is to desire righteousness, and it's a lifelong shared process. And the best part is, the closer we grow to God, the more we want God, the more we seek God, and the more we seek God in each other. It's inexhaustible. You never get to that point, at least on this side of heaven, where you should be satisfied. God's desires will eventually, though, become our desires more and more. Our will grows closer to what God's will is, both individually and more importantly, in community. We don't ever want to become so comfortable or so focused on ourselves that we forget the blessing of the building of righteous relationships In Christ. That's the only way. We are thirsty for this. Come to the waters, the prophet says, and quench your real thirst. 
Thanks for joining us. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116. Love will reign if you let me.